Okay, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so today I have David Drebin on the line. He's a multidisciplinary artist who's represented by some of the top galleries worldwide. Um, David, I'd just like to say, hey, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on the show. All right, David. So, again, you're an internationally acclaimed multidisciplinary artist and author and, I would say, also entrepreneur and executive. I like to – I definitely want to pick your brain on today on how really you've, you've been able to and how you recommend, um, you know, people really establish themselves as, as a brand and a powerful brand. So we'll get into how that's played out in your career as well. Um, but before we do, we'll start that – we'll start this interview off the way that we start them all – with our Mission Matters Minute. So David, we at Mission Matters, we amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. That's our mission. David, what mission matters to you? The mission that matters to me is to create art, showcase the art that I create all over the world, and to inspire others to actually follow their own dreams. So it's it's twofold. On the one hand, I like to make different art forms like photographs and diamond dust works and neons and etchings on glass and sculptures because I want people to see themselves in the art that I create when they hang it on their walls, in their homes, offices, galleries all over the world. But on the other hand, I also want to inspire young people with big dreams who can believe in themselves in a world that can often seem so unforgiving, that doesn't care about your dreams. So people can believe in themselves first and then convince the world to see them the way they see themselves. So on the one hand, my mission is to make art and to make people feel amazing when they see their own image reflected in the art that I create. And on the other hand, I want to inspire people to become great and not waste their God-given talent. That's my mission. Wonderful. Um, awesome having you on the show. And I think I want to let's let's go a little bit earlier back in your career. Like, when did you know? Um, and, and I don't know if there was a, a point in time or was a progression or what, but when did you know that this was going to be your mission? Like, when when did that start for you? Well, I was living in Vancouver in the 90s, and I was struggling to find out what I wanted to do with my life. And my roommate at the time wanted to be a photographer, and I thought he was the biggest loser I'd ever encountered, that he wanted to be a creative person, (laughs) and he wanted to be a photographer. And I thought, you're such a loser. You're so creative and artsy. And then Uh... one day he came home. And he laid out these five black and white photographs on the floor of my apartment at 1306 Bidwell Street in Vancouver. It was like 3 p.m. on a Thursday. And I looked at him and I said, I am the biggest loser because I criticize you and your creativity. I hope you don't mind if I also become a photographer just like you because you have inspired me. And now I know exactly what my purpose is in life. 
Wow, what an amazing story. So, And I, I love that you mentioned um, maybe you had a little bit of a, a chip on your shoulder or didn't maybe understand. That was my words. Maybe you didn't quite understand um, like what, what it meant to be a creative. And once you were inspired, you kind of flipped over to the other side. And I feel like not now nowadays, um, there's just so much more opportunity for creatives than there once was. So when I was, you know, kind of just getting started, I still remember in high school being told, like, Adam, if you want to make, like, I'll I, all I did was art and painting and other things like that. I lived in the studio basically, and uh, my dad he he came from that world, and uh, all I did all I wanted to do was that. But I remember going into high school and they're like and being told like, hey, if you want to make money, you got to go into business. Uh, if you're going to be art, like you're going to be a starving artist. All these other things I was told that now, um, and many years later, I'm seeing was really a misconception because I feel like we are definitely. Um, in the age and in the day of, of creators and, and of people being able to not only make a living and maybe eke by with their art, but to actually be able to thrive um, because there's just so much need for great content and for, for people, for outlets, for people to express themselves, whether it's in business or other things. Now, you've worked with, I mean, through the years, you've worked with, you know, iconic brands, Mercedes, MTV, Nike, um, Coca-Cola, Davidoff. I mean, you've worked with plenty of brands. Um, what kind of advice would you give to those that are out there that maybe aspire to, I don't mean they have to be using the same medium, but aspire to make this into like a life and a lifestyle? Like, What kind of things would you tell them? That's a really great question because when I used to do commercial photography and I worked for some of the biggest brands in the world, the entire time when I was doing those campaigns all over the world, I thought, you know, I'm working for these brands right now as a work for hire, but I'm actually the brand. And I realized that instead of being a service to these brands that would promote them, that I'd rather be the brand myself and create my own product. So by being of service to others, I realized that I don't want to work for the brand because I am the brand. Mm -hmm. So become the brand. Be the brand and don't do it for money. I never did this for money. I always thought I was going to be a waiter. And then it just sort of happened for me over time because I wanted the world to see my work just to see it. I never thought about monetizing it. This is an mm -hmm. accidental business for me. And I had to get my shit together because I realized, wow, people want to hire me. People want to pay me. And I have to make sure that I can afford to produce the photographs. I wasn't thinking so much about my fee as I was about the cost to produce the photographs that I was making for these brands all over the world until I realized, wait, I'm working for the brand, but I'm the brand mm -hmm. working for the brand. So I changed yeah. from being a service to being the brand. And, what's in and now I hire people and now I hire people to work for me. When I used oh to be God. hired to work for them. Yeah. And what's so interesting to me about this, David, is I feel like many individuals are starting to understand like the power of like if you can if you can create yourself as the brand within what you want to do, like there's just much more potential. 
um, for how far you can take whatever your vision is, right? It doesn't have to be the vision of money. It could be the vision of wanting, like you mentioned. So your original vision was you just wanted people, you wanted to be able to, for the work to be seen, right? And to be able to produce the, the, the content and the product that you wanted to do, which, you know, obviously that takes money, right? Um, so like, that's really interesting to me to say, to hear you come to that realization of it was kind of like, not accidental from the standpoint of you didn't, you know, have a craft or you didn't believe in your work. It's just accidental because you weren't thinking like this is the way you were going to make your living long term potentially. Um, so that's really interesting to me. So what do you think are some of the and I know and I don't you know, want to get into maybe the nuances of brands, but like, what do you think are some of the difference makers of maybe individuals that are able to establish themselves as brands and those that maybe just kind of go with the flow and just never really hit the mark on establishing themselves as a brand? For me, it's very simple. There are four stages to creativity. There is creativity, there's distribution, there's marketing, and there's, oh, sorry, there's creativity, packaging, distribution, and PR. Those are the four most important things when it comes to establishing yourself. Creativity, packaging, distribution, and PR. And the second stage is you have to build the band, and then you have to create the audience for the band that you built. A lot of people focus on the band, but they don't focus on the audience. Other people focus on the audience, but they don't have a cohesive band. You need a great band and you need a great audience. That's the key. Man, you make it because without well, it's not easy. I mean, I've been I've been doing this for thirty years, and I've realized this looking back. Because for many many years, I created a band with a disregard for the audience, and then I realized that I needed to to get an audience to hear the band. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh you're you're making things um pretty pretty clear and they sound easy but when like all of the the nuances of what you said it's simple to you but like you said 30 years to be able to accomplish that and to pull it all together and I feel like I I've never I'm not claiming that I've ever kind of looked at the the whole formula partitioned out in the multiple steps that you do but I will say that each one of those components like they're they you need them like you need them if you don't have the if you don't if you're not focusing on the band if you're not focusing on the audience if you're not focusing on the creativity if you're not focusing on the packaging and definitely i find that especially the pr or the distribution side of things like a lot of people feel that um maybe that they create the right you know the right products the right thing that um whether it be a book i know you're an author whether it be a book whether it be something else that all of a sudden people are going to flock to it but you know the best ideas whether they're in business or otherwise without that distribution or without you know a whole lot of noise whether it's pr or whatever we want to call it right if nobody knows about it they can't use your product they can't appreciate your work right mhm i i also think a big part of it is the motivation behind why you do what you do and there's you need to have grit perseverance patience relentless drive and a vision there's so many factors that go into this behind the scenes that nobody knows about and it becomes about why you do what you do and how you will do what you do but it all starts with why and then how so a lot of people are kind of lost and they see the finish line and they don't see the starting point Mm 
It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. I know it's kind of cliche, but it's extremely difficult to be an entrepreneur because you have to have un, unrelenting focus and drive for a sustained period of time. And that is all dependent on what the vision is and what your habits are. Because all you can do is control your effort. You can't control the outcome. That's it. Only your effort. Mm-hmm. And what your vision is. I have, I have a vision. I've had it for many, many, many years. And I'm relentless with my drive, focus, and determination. So I think it's difficult. I love the difficulty. I don't see it as lo- ever losing. I only learn. I actively seek rejection and then like to punish the people who rejected me later. That's the thrill for me. Mm. I'm thrilled when they reject me because then I can punish them later for rejecting me. Mm. That's what excites me. Yeah. It's awesome. So, David, I mean, you've, you've accomplished a lot in your career already. I'm just curious. Um, what's next for you? Like, well, what are you working on? Like, what's next? I don't really think about what I've accomplished, and I don't really think about what's next. I just mm. grind every single day. I make the work. I show the work to the world, and I establish and maintain and create beautiful relationships. I think relationships are so huge and you need to water relationships in the same way that you water plants. I don't wait for anyone to call me. I'm constantly reaching out to people to make sure that they're okay. I don't make it about me. I actually make it about how can I be of value to you? What can I do for you? But most people are thinking, what can you do for me? And that's where the problem starts. You should think about what you can do for others and what your value is for other people mm. instead of what other people can do for you. Mm. Well, David, um, I have to say it's been great having you on the show today. If somebody is, is interested in just in following your work and connecting and just following your journey further, I mean, what's the best way for them to do that? My Instagram's at David Drebin, D-R-E-B-I-N, and you can see everything from there. I mean, I have a website, daviddrebin.com, but it all starts with social media, Instagram, at David Drebin, my TikTok, which is super fun. I love TikTok. It's at daviddrebin.com, and the key is just to create yourself, believe in yourself, and show the world Mm. your talent. It's awesome, David, and I will definitely be checking out your chapter. We're off the line. I'll be following you on TikTok. Let me have that again. So it's at David Drebin on TikTok and at David Drebin on Instagram, yeah? It's at David Drebin on Instagram and at DavidDrebin.com on TikTok because someone else stole my domain so they could use it and try to sell it to me later, which that to me is success when someone steals your identity and then tries to sell it back to you. That's true success to me. Oh, man. Well, I'm sure you'll win that one. And uh, I'm going to, well, I'll, I'll be sure to follow the right one on, on TikTok at daviddrevin.com. So I'll follow that one. And I definitely encourage my audience to go check it out as well. And speaking of the audience, if this is your first time engaging with or listening to a Mission Matters episode, we're all about bringing on entrepreneurs, executives, and experts and having them share their mission, the reason behind their mission, um, why they do what they do. Like, 
what gets them up and motivated and fired up to get out there in the world and make a difference each day. If that's the type of content that sounds interesting or engaging or meaningful to you, then we encourage you hit that subscribe button because we have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line and we don't want you to miss a thing. And David, really, it has been a pleasure. Thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you for having me.